Welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. Welcome back, gents. To our, our listeners out there that love listening to us every week, we do apologize for missing out a week. Yeah, like Well, every fortnight. Yeah. Every fortnight. I didn't mean it was weekly. I just meant every week that they listen. <laughs> I was being a little more, you know, general, but happy. That's right. Some people may listen to our fortnightly episode twice. Once each week, or they might wait for four episodes to bank up and then watch the one up, uh, watch, listen to them one after the other. Yeah, like binge, like binge exactly. watching. Oh, yeah, I love a good binge. Or they might have multiple devices with different sorts of download streaming things, and they just get us on everything. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. However, you listen to us. Exactly. Sorry, mate. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> Nothing to be sorry about. Yeah. There was why a bit, of, a bit of life and everything in between, hey? Why? There was a lot why of life. Did, why did we miss last week? Well, well, between sickness and uh, other things, but then more importantly, uh, there's some big events coming up in, in particular in Jason's life. Yeah, what's happening? Jason's getting married very yeah, soon. Yeah, he is. Very excited. And there was a Bucks, um, what was it? Bucks Day? Bucks, Bucks Day. It was a Bucks Day. Bucks party. Thanks. It was a Bucks Day. Yeah. Bucks. It was, yeah, it was a Bucks thing. It was a big day. It was I, a big day. I unfortunately, yes. thanks to sickness and work, missed both. I mean, both mixed, missed it all. Yep. Um, but it sounded like fun. I saw good photos. There's lots of humour. I feel a bit left out. You Thanks, were. Man. Joe was uh, keeping me up to date with what was going on. I was seeing photos throughout the day at work as I was going, my throat's sore, I'd like to go home, but I have no sick leave left. So, yeah, fun. Yeah. No, Any, anyone gone to, the, gone to the website, you, you can see a photo of some of the fun that we had. We did. We played bubble soccer in the morning, which was awesome. They completely destroyed it. Very painful, man. Oh, my gosh. I sent Joe flying. I, I just flying. put the thing on. Like yeah. I, I literally had just got my arms in it, and I just see Jace just barreling down on me, and I'm like, this is happening. And I didn't even try to move. I didn't run towards him. I just let it happen. He took it like a champ. I did. See, if we were all there, I would have run with you, and we would have hit him from either end. Absolutely. It would be good. It is a lot of fun, but geez. It's tough. I couldn't raise my arm all week, quite literally. I, I could not raise my arm higher than like halfway across my body. It was it was not good. I found the only way I could catch my breath was sort of by leaning forward. And yeah, everyone was doing that. Just because like you just the oh, it's so much work on your body, and like none of these guys are fit. Yeah. Like and like if you're all listening, none of you are fit, and you know it. <laughs> no <laughs> but, offense, yeah, but yeah. here's the but truth. Like, I mean, I'm one of the least fit, but I'll there was what, there was a couple of fit blokes. There was, but like it was very empowering because I thought I was going to get destroyed. And so I had the mentality it was just like kill or be killed. Like I know that they're all going to come at me at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'm did. just going to start. So I was just like, there's Joe. And the problem is like, like a lot of, like I couldn't tell who I was going after because I couldn't wear my glasses. Then you've got the fogginess of like the, um, the bubble, the bubble. Oh, but then, then a lot of us are missing hair as well. No, no, but so, then, <laughs> then there is two teams in bubble soccer. Yeah. There is an orange team and a blue team. Not that I can tell. No, no, but they have <laughs> orange wires inside oh, yeah. really? and the blue team has blue wires. But the blue team with the blue wires has an orange piece of writing on the outside what? where it's the reverse on the other team. Genius right there, whoever designed these bubbles. Yeah, that was really confusing. Weird. So he just smashed everybody. But that's the point. Anyway. That was the point. No, it was yeah, good times. And we did some bull rush as well. We and did. there was someone, I don't know who it was because I couldn't tell I think who anyone was. was. Wrong. But we were just charging at each other. Like we were running at each other in bull rush. We were probably about... 15 meters away from each other. So 30, a good 30 yeah. meters, like coming to a central yeah. point. And I had this genius idea that when I got close to him, I was going to jump in the air, 
turn my body and like kind of shoulder barging with the bubble. Yeah. And he had the same idea. So we both um, hit each other and we both did three. Like I was upside down. My feet were up in the air and all the way around. It was funny. Huh? It was brutal. I had to go sit out after that. Would you do it again? Oh yeah. yeah. But I would stretch for about two weeks yeah. and, and, and just get myself, get my body. Wrap yourself in bubble wrap and just run around. And get practice. my body in order. Yeah. 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 So, right. so those listeners that weren't, um, well, <laughs> fortunate enough to be invited to the Bucks. And as Joe mentioned earlier, I want to see what it looks like. There's a really cool picture on the website. The bubbles are not what you expect. I thought you were going to be in those giant bubbles from those Coke ads from years ago, yep. just rolling around as the ball. I like Jackie Chan. Yeah. He's done that before. Oh, has he? Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, clearly not. So take a look. It was good. No, now, it was. Thanks to all of that, podcasting over the next couple of weeks will be up and down, but we're going to try and make sure there's some content out there for you. One thing you might have got from the last episode we did was a cool new game called Box Blurb. Very I say cool. it's cool because I invented it. We can say um, it was cool. We did it and you are awesome and it was amazing and we love it. I didn't even pay him for that one. That's fantastic. Um, so we've actually spun off Box Blurb as its own little podcast. It'll appear in our list. You'll see it there. If you enjoyed it, feel free to listen to it. If you didn't, well, now you don't have to listen to it. So... Um, <laughs> It's, it's you know win win for everyone really. I like how Jono always gives everybody all of their options. <laughs> all the options. He's just like you should listen to it. Like you could just leave it at that. But he's like, but if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. Yes. You're just reminding people that they have they can make decisions. You have, you have freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. Free will. Well, I like oh, to give them the illusion that that's the case. But yeah. you know, but, we've, but we've do all us, seen the Matrix. We really don't. But do us a solid. Download it and then just delete it. Thank you. We appreciate the download. Yeah. I'd appreciate it more if you listened to it. but you know, That's true. That's, that's true. But we would, really, we'll never know. Um, but moving right along, <laughs> we're going to get into what you're all really here for, and that's us talking about games. So I'm just going to jump right in and go first because I rarely go first. By all means. Sure. Um, I could talk about the fact that I play Halo a lot, but I'm not going to. This week, I'm going to talk about Slime Rancher. I'm going to talk about Halo Wars 2. <laughs> you thought you are going to get away with it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Halo, but I am going to talk about Halo Wars. Halo Wars, yeah. Technicality. I did play some Halo 5, but I'm not going to talk about it. And, um, <laughs> That's twice now. It is twice now. And I've been playing Mech Assault oh, nice. on, the, on the original Xbox, not the Xbox One. Strange. Although... The first Xbox. Although... OG. Hopefully soon. I will be playing on the Xbox One. Yeah. Backwards compatibility. We're still waiting. According to Microsoft, it is still in the works. They're beta test- testing it, making sure that it'll be perfect. And then we can play the original games. I'm hoping they appear in backwards compatibility mm. for free. Mm. For like games with gold. Just chuck yeah. in. That'd be great. Give me another round of Crimson Skies. But let's go back to what I first started with, Slime Rancher. Free I played game. a bit of this too. Free game for the oh, start of the month. Yep. Didn't expect much from it. It's good fun. Admittedly, I've only played it twice, but it was great. Yeah. And anybody can play. Anybody. It's a very kid-friendly game. I played it with my kids there. My daughter thought it was the cutest thing. Daddy, yeah. go and get them. And what's that bird thing? And, you know, just kind of telling me what the to do. The chickadoos. They're the chickadoos. That's what they were. Yeah, it's and then they become hen hens or roostaros. I think that's what they're called. All cutesy kind of names. All cutesy names. Mm. Pink slimes are cool. Tars are the worst. I found out that I accidentally bred some tars without realizing what's the tars. So you haven't encountered a tar? I don't think so. They're a big tar monster with like rainbows going through the inside of them. Basically, if you take one of the slimes, so Slime Rancher is all about you running a farm of these slime creatures on this alien planet. But it's presented as a first-person shooter-style game. Like it looks like a cutesy first-person 
shooter. You got this big kind of gun thing in front of you that but it's shoots. A, it's a vacuum. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vacuum. Exactly yeah. like like Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, it's first yeah. person. Yeah. First person. Go on, John. It's like a black and decker vacuum cleaner is your, is your weapon in this game. It's brilliant. But uh, and you collect poo for money. Like <laughs> it doesn't get any better. <laughs> That's really all you need to say about it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. No, but, but this is the fun bit that you guys obviously haven't encountered. The tars are what happens thanks to in- inbreeding or being a negligent rancher and not feeding the animals correctly. So yeah. I, I collected some of the tabby slimes. They look like cats. Yep. And I, I put them in a pen and I thought, fantastic. Okay, they need to eat meat. I didn't know what the meat was that they need to eat. I think it could be the hens, but I've yet to figure out. Right. And I left them in their pen and didn't think anything more of them. So if you leave them for too long, they start to get, they go from smiley mouths to this sort of frowny mouth with like a blood drip on the side. Oh, wow. It's like cute but menacing all at the same time. And yeah. then if you leave them for longer, and I didn't realize this is why suddenly I woke up one morning and there goes most of my ranch, they turn into these tar monsters. They look like a blob of tar that sort of see-through and bits like its mouth and its eyes with rainbows going through the inside of it. And they just devour everything. So basically, I starved them enough that they turned into an evil creature that went and ate everything else in the in the ranch. Wow. And then what, how do you defeat it? So I thought I could just chuck them away because you know how you when you've got one, the really, big yeah. one the really big ones you can't suck up in the vacuum yeah. and you can just shoot it off into the distance. Um, <laughs> I did that and thought I was getting rid of them. And I got a few of them away, but it was quite frustrating. And then I found out water, water sprayed on them kills them. Oh, right. Or if you just spray them once, gremlins. it stops yeah. them from breeding. No, hey, no, yeah, no, it is very gremlins. It doesn't kill the gremlins. That makes things worse. Oh, it does too, That's isn't true. it? Yeah. <laughs> makes it far worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like the opposite, yes. Yeah. So Slime Rancher, highly recommended for those people that want to like a, a fun game for the whole family. Yeah, it's been around in beta for a while, hasn't it? It, it has. It was an like, early access for the It just song. came out of early access, which is yeah. actually pretty exciting because that doesn't happen too often. Yes. No, this is true. early access for a long time. Well, there's a lot of games that have just gotten that. Ark. Yep. Um, what was it? What's it? I was about to say Combat Evolved. Survival. No, whoops, that's Halo. Survival, uh, <laughs> Survival Evolved. I, I think it's what it's called, yeah. I didn't care what it was called. I just wanted Arcs Halo reference. <laughs> another, another opportunity to bring up Halo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's not talking about Halo. Actually, that makes four times so far. Actually, on that reference, let's get to Halo 2. <laughs> Halo Wars 2. Five. <laughs> so, Halo Wars 2 got some new DLC. Of course it did. No, but it's single-player DLC. So, it's a new mission called Spearbreaker. Operation Spearbreaker. And you, you know how there's hero units in the game where yes. if they die, you they don't die permanently. They're just down you on the field. You can go and revive them by putting your crew next to them after. Well, this time your hero unit is a squad of five ODSCs with different weapons and abilities. And um, they're just foiling a plot of the the banished to try and you know escape Ark and get more reinforcements to fight the Spirit of Fire, which is where it left you at the end of... Uh, Halo Wars 2 it's actually a lot of fun I played it straight away on Legendary and they're tough missions yeah. but it brings in a lot of the content that came through the you know had they been releasing commanders through the course of um, the DLC and these commanders bring different units and different abilities into the game while well, some of these were actually put into the single player content where previously all of these commanders were some of them were already dead characters so like none of the content that you're playing in the multiplayer was um, canon well, this has actually made some of a cannon. So uh, cool. a lot of fun. It's it's a short campaign. Like it's only two missions. And, How much was it? Uh, part of the season pass. Otherwise, oh, this was a season pass one. This, this is, is not the season pass one. Season pass so, one. Yeah. Sorry, I was confused. The non-season pass one's not till I think it's the end of this month. Possibly. Okay, cool. So I I've got this then. You've got this. Cool. Um, definitely worth a play. Awesome. A lot of fun. Really good. 
Um, that's my bit on Halo Wars 2. <laughs> it wasn't long. Until Jonathan speaks about Halo again. No, nothing come to mind at the moment, but it'll come back. Um, so, but you've heard about the Halo 6 announcement, obviously, so we can talk about that. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, it doesn't really exist. Like no, not really. <laughs> 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 no, I had to then, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, no. All right, cool. You'd be no shutting me up. And um, really enjoying Mech Assault. Yeah? Yeah, so much more than I expected to. I haven't played it in like, oh, it'd be almost 10 years. Wow. This is the original Mech Assault. This is the original Mech Assault, but it's just fun. Yep. Um, it's not very deep. Like, it might as well be a first person, a third person shooter. So, my favorite mech game of all time is a game called Front Mission 3. In fact, Front Mission 3 is probably much of 10 games that have made. Oh, wow. And Front Mission wasn't um, very, very popular uh, in the West, as far as I'm aware. Mm, especially I think right. in power territories. So, there was Front Mission 4 and even a 5, I believe. Yep. They never came out here. Um, did they? I thought one or two of them did. Not, not So, 3 was the last one we ever saw. We okay. did later see something called Front Mission Evolved. Yes, I remember um, that. Yeah, yeah. Which is more like um, uh, Armored Core and like it's yep. more yeah. fast-paced. Um, oh, but Front Mission was like a strategy game, wasn't so it? So Front Mission was a top-down strategy game. It was um, very um, sort of story-heavy. Um, Actually, I'm going to send you play that. Your place like years ago. It's it's honestly, it's an excellent game. You build your own mechs. You put yeah. them together and they work. In I think that's why you showed me. You said Transformers, you, look at this, man. Yeah, and you can <laughs> like, you can eject out of like your own mech and then jump in other people's mechs if they're down and then harvest their parts and use them on your own mechs. Oh, wow. it's, it's a brilliant game. Um, and then when they did Front Mission Evolve, it's kind of like what they did with Syndicate. They went from like this RTS style to this shooter. Which doesn't um, feel right, does it? It doesn't. And I love, I love like... Um, I love mech games yeah, but I'm I. really waiting for them to you know XCOM got to come back mm. and I'm really hoping that something happens and we're able to see a new front mission game yeah. because there's something really satisfying about building robots yes. and putting them in battle and you know what it's cool to put them together and play in like a third person first person sort of sense Yeah, but it's also cool to play it as like a game of chess Yeah, um, and it's the perfect sort of like a, a sort of turn-based strategy type game is the perfect place for that. Yeah, I agree. And it just, it just needs to come back. I hope that if Square Enix don't do it, because it is a Squaresoft game, if Square Enix don't do it, um, then like somebody decides to make an indie title. You can use the old school graphics, you know, they did it for Harvest Moon with Star yeah. Valley, something like that. Um, but I really miss the mech genre as something more strategic. Yeah, there's not a lot of mech yeah, games at the moment, good, is there? It's a really real good point. Yeah. I remember getting Mech Warrior from when I bought a PC from remember the Games Wizard store in Parramatta Road was it Parramatta Road? No. Well, whatever it was, it was yeah. whatever it was, yeah. There was one out of Lincoln. Lincoln, that's the one. Yeah. 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 And I had my like gold membership thing. So I bought a computer from there and I got that game with it on PC and I played that a lot. That was awesome. There's no limit at the Games Wizard. Remember that? I do. I never went to a Games Wizard because there was not one near me at the time. So There was one in the city. My brother used to drive Obviously us over there much. all oh, the that's time. That's when became Game. Ah, uh, that's right. Game, game took over Games Wizard every year. I forgot that. They did. And now they're gone as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gamesman is still going strong though. Go yeah. Actually, we should do a visit out to the Gamesman again. Yeah. That was cool. That Check was out the website. Fun. There's a cool photo gallery of the um, Gamesman. And we'll also, Games we'll Wizard. also we'll be Games doing Man. signings there as well. <laughs> oh, I imagine that. Not, they're not, it's not like a legit thing. We'll just we'll be, be standing out the front. Yeah. Just signing whatever. We'll be signing the, the, the check to buy the game. Absolutely. We'll sign anything. We're really desperate. <laughs> yeah. We don't have checkbooks, so don't come there expecting <laughs> us to pay for your games. Um, actually, on the Mac front, Mac front, 
That would sound like a joke. Front. That could be a game. That could be a game. It sounds like a really bad mobile game. It does sound like... Uh, there, there probably is a mobile game called Front. Front. Yeah, it's, it's where they butcher it. But um, I, don't, I think I've talked about this in the past. I'm still really looking forward to, and we don't know when it's getting released, the, um, the follow-up to FTL. It's not a sequel to it. Yeah, it's just no. by Subset Games, the same company yeah, no, called Into the Breach, and that's yeah. mech-based. Great name. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like... Um, uh, like a, a top-down strategy game mixed with Pacific Rim almost. Yeah. yeah. Is FTL about as perfect as games get? Oh, it's brilliant. They nailed whatever they were trying to do, they nailed it. They just <laughs> smashed it. Like, that game is phenomenal. Love it. Very and good. because Joe loves doing this to me, I'm going to steal one of his points. Ooh. So I've also been watching Rick and Morty. And while I've completed all of the, the seasons, someone on YouTube keeps putting up the new episodes a couple of days after <laughs> they, they air. And I'm watching them on YouTube. That's that's them though. That's Adult Swim. Adult Swim have like a live channel that just plays Rick and Morty over and over again. I'm pretty sure. Do that? Well, because I'm not getting I'm, it through them. Uh, but if they do, I'm going to find it. I thought that was what was going on. Oh, wow. Because when Rick and Morty season three got released, they didn't tell anybody. The I thought first episode, yes. the yeah. 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 I thought they were doing it on their website. And what happened? And that was US based, don't And we? so, like, what would happen is saying, like, Dragon Ball Z evolved. It was April, yes. April 1st. Yeah. Was. yeah, it was. And then instead of Dragon Ball Z playing, it was Rick and Morty. And, like, people just started talking on. I think I just saw a new Rick and Morty episode. Everyone's like, nah, nah, nah. And then it would play again somewhere else and play yeah. again and play again. They played it, like, four times that day, I think. Genius. Yeah. I'm watching oh, it. Amazing. It's on Netflix. They, they stream it yeah, on Saturdays, one- I think it is. So, um, huh? it's really yes, good. that's right. It's too, isn't it? Jen, Jen and I have got a lot to watch, and we promise that we'll just wait this season out because they're short episodes and it's kind of a great binge watchy sort of show. But I really, oh, it's a great binge watch. It is really. true, though. Yeah, like we, we watch one, and then the next night I'm watching one of the older episodes again just because yes. it's a great show. I, I can't wait to see their new intergalactic television episode. It's ah, oh, they've got it. Yeah, it's so horribly inappropriate. I love it. Um, all I'm going to say about the episode I just watched, which was season three, episode three, is Pickle Rick. Yeah. Pickle That's Rick. all I need to say. I'm Pickle, Pickle. Rick. I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> this weekend for me. Watch it. It's cool. a good episode. Yeah. They're all good episodes. They are. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've watched an episode that I've considered to be bad. So, sorry, Joe. Had to steal it. It's all yours. Not at all. Who wants to go next? I, I've, I've seen Halo enough times now. Well, I'm going to continue on the TV kind of chat. Are you watching Halo on TV? No, I watched Castlevania. Um, I also watched Castlevania. I was. I didn't realize it was only four episodes long. Oh, really? Did you? Uh, yeah, I only. No, I didn't. Know. I did. I'm, I'm watching it. Guy, this is really. It was really cool. Is yeah. it the animation's great. Do we, do we want to spoil things or uh, we probably shouldn't but no. um, let's just say some modern day or, or it's old times it's based on Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest or something okay well that gave me one answer <laughs> um, and you know it like we won't reveal like who's in it but there's like you know fan favourites yeah, and where it gets like Alucard, to... There's Alucard. Alucard's in it. <laughs> where it gets to at the end is really cool. And you're like, I want to see more and I'm sure they're going to do more. Um, but I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Um, it was awesome. Watch what, it. What was your favourite thing about it? They're, they're, the main character is really cool. Really, okay. really, really kind of tough and goes through a bit of a, an emotional change in the four episodes. Um, the side character... The, the world is amazing the, the opening um, episode could be its own standalone thing so the um, main character is Dracula you're, you're Dracula no well not that you're playing it because no. you're watching it no it was really it cool is, it is a cool decision to make it um, an anime though yes mm. um, I mean it could have done as a live action thing but it could have come off as a little bit cheesy or maybe ultra violent um, it was violent I, I was surprisingly yeah. ultra violent in some parts 
But um, for the whole, really cool. Okay. Highly recommended. I want more things like this. Yeah, I've really enjoyed what Netflix is doing with all that. Although, I am going to go with quick one aside on Netflix. Did you hear the decision, uh, the, the announcement recently Your by Disney? Your voice has changed. Your voice yeah, has changed quite dramatically. Sorry. It's like you just like... I think it's the chocolate. All right. <laughs> yeah, Maltesers. They do it every time. Um, now, did you notice Netflix and Disney... Disney just announced that they're pulling all of their content I from Netflix. I think that's just in the US. I don't think that's here. Not yet. Okay. We'll wait and see. Oh, no. It hasn't happened straight away. It's, no, no. It's, but I, I think it's just a US Netflix thing. So I, well, did you hear why? They're doing their own streaming service. Yeah. So interesting. I just thought I'd bring it up. Disflix. And the next thing before Joe goes on to his games, because I want to ask a question. Is, oh, yeah. It's going to be about Halo. No. I was checking achievements. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was thinking... I think I've got Joe this month. I've got about 300 so far. No, I don't. No, you oh, did no. not. No. No. So I had Joe the last two months and I was quite happy about that. And this month I'd started off early and it was good and I've got a few achievements. I went and played Hitman last night to get a couple more. You enjoying Hitman? Um, it comes and goes. So I've only got the free, the two okay. um, training levels. Yeah, yeah. And I played them and I, I just got the basic achievements on those. Yeah. I did enjoy it, um, but this so often I just want to pull out my gun and start shooting everyone. Yeah. Instead you can. I can, but I, I, I tend to die. So, although getting that guy with the ejector seat was fun. Although I still understand how it said after the ejector seat, um, undiscovered murder. Cause like, you just walk out afterwards. Like, that was I, really I funny. Yes. Through the roof. Like, yeah. how did people not notice that yet? If I shoot him with a gun, you all notice. Anyway, that's an aside. It's, it's a little bit like it's a little bit tongue in cheek at times. Yeah. It's a little bit silly, but you know yeah. there are silly outfits and silly weapons. And it's, oh, it's very silly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's real production value wise, yeah, fantastic. It's a I game. really enjoyed Great it. Game. Question on it though: Was it is it a prequel to the other Hitman games, or is uh, it a re, re, or re, reinvention? I, I didn't actually think too much about the story, but. Um, if anything, I guess it's kind of a reinvention. I mean, Diana is still a primary character and it yeah. doesn't make reference to any of the other characters. Because what's the one they gave us free on Xbox 360, a couple of... Absolution? Absolution. Yeah, and that's what I'm implying. In, so, and ab- I know now that she's like... Absolution delves more into the orphanage um, that he's come from and the other super soldiers and blah, 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 um, or super assassins or whatever they are. I mean, it doesn't really focus on that. It seems to be more nitty-gritty, like, here you go, 47, here's a mission. But yeah. Hitman doesn't need a story beyond that. No, like, no. The story is about the characters and the levels. The story is the level and the environment that it's in. And, you know, he doesn't need to be anybody more than a two-dimensional character. His job is to get in there and kill people. In yeah, lots so- of different creative, yeah, wacky, sometimes ways. Yeah. Yeah, the ejection seat, still my favourite. Yeah. That was very cool. Well, I haven't played any others to... Or not enough to... Did you play many other Hitman's, Joe, or...? Um, some of the older ones, yeah, yeah like much older, like yeah. Hitman's back yeah, then, yeah. you know, those days. But um, yeah. I played Absolution. Yeah. I didn't finish it all, but I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. I got to one stage where it was massive, like there was just crowds and crowds of people. Yeah. Um, and I finished that and I was just kind of like, this game's amazing. And I never never went on from there because I think it was just like, that might have been the peak of the game for me. And then yeah. I did the next stage and it just kind of fell on the way. They, so, they yeah. nail, they've always, like ever, ever since Blood Money, there was a level on Blood Money that takes place in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. And even though a lot of the, like it, there's hundreds of people. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think, it, I think you've shown me that shot. And yeah. like they've tried to figure out as how they can get as many people on screen at once. And like even though some of the characters, well, all, most of the characters look very similar, mm. it's still very impressive. Matter, it's yeah. varied enough for you to, yeah. you know, 
Um, and, you know, you've got to go out there like this, you know, hundreds of people and you've got to be able to assassinate these people in bird outfits. It was an unbelievable level, man. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, and yeah, oh man, Hitman's fantastic. I could spend an entire podcast talking about Hitman. And how amazing is the mo- are, are the movies? Okay, so uh, what, else, <laughs> what, what, else, what else you playing, Joe? Um, well, on, on that point, because the reason I brought up Hitman was achievements. So I thought I was, I was kicking Joe's butt. I've got 370. He's got... 1100 achievements. So I went, what the? So I went to compare and took a look, and oh, then. New Avatar game came out. <laughs> no, Jason, no. I am. I am. I was. So love I, it. I had a great week. Yeah, I took a look at exactly which game did it, and I knew straight away how he got them. And hello, Batman from Telltale. Tell us all about Joe. Oh, goodness me. So season two's just. Episode one's just come out. I played episode of the original. Not, not this. The full season, just the first episode, which was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's my two. first Telltale game. Cool. And and it's your first Telltale game. Yes, it is. I know Dude. you've been telling me for ages to play Dude. them, but I just all right. Just 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 because I, I haven't know. done I this episode yeah. yet, but go and play Tales from the Borderlands. Yes, <laughs> it is the best yes. game you'll play. Almost as bad um, as me and Halo. <laughs> no, but so I I played episode one of of season. So this is season one that I'm playing. I, I've just finished. Sorry, and I finished the, the season. Two nights ago, or last night, like two nights ago, and um, so in the first episode, this this season, so season one is set up as essentially the beginnings of Batman. So he's got his suit, he's got his Batcave, he's got you know he's kind of he's got Alfred and and all that sort of thing, but he's very new, and there is so it seems to be like okay, well, I'm just getting a story which is another retelling of Batman, you know, so it's all that kind of familiar tropes of, you know, his, his parents have died, he's got his friend, you know, Harvey You're not going to give anything away, are you? I'm not going to give anything major just away. Just making sure. Um, but, and, and, you know, and, and the key characters are there. At the end of the first episode, there is a revelation. Something is said that is so... It's not in the Batman story that, that we know. And I'm going to spoil it for you. The Joker's his father. <laughs> I <laughs> your father so yeah um, <laughs> listeners it's not but i played that i don't remember revelation the end. Well, right at the end right at the end there's a helicopter out the window and something is said to you and it just it blew my mind and it was really cool and i stopped playing batman telltale for like four months until i, I saw how close episode season two was out yeah so then the rest of the story it it really reminds me some of my favorite like anything like comics or whatever it is are those what if stories so I love the what if Star stories, Wars yeah. Tales comics yeah they're amazing they just kind of tell short stories of like what if Princess Leia was the one that Darth Vader recruited weren't they the Infinite stories were they Infinites now Tales is the name of the series but Infinites was also another another, another thing, si- it, yeah. the Infinites was the retelling of the original trilogy um, with like a, like a different kind of twist to it. So yes, yeah. Princess Leia as the kind of Sith character. But the Star Wars tales was lots of different tale, like stories, some canon, some not. Um, this is like, so it's got your Batman character. He's the world's greatest detective. He's got the bat suit. He's got, you know, his, his mansion and the, the, you know, Harvey, Harvey Dent is there and, yeah. you know, that kind of all that Cat sort of stuff. Catwoman and the rest. Catwoman, yeah. you know, Selena Kyle, whatever it happens to be. Then, there are so many differences in this game, though. And the key one, which I'm not going to spoil, is something to do with the Bruce Wayne character um, and kind of <clears throat> how he got to be. 
And it changes everything. It changes the way you look at him, the way that the, everyone in the world looks at him. Like the telltale games are so simple, right? The hardest thing you have to do, the two hardest things, make a decision quickly, often. So by pressing one of the yep. four buttons on your controller or don't press anything and he won't say anything, which I did a surprising number of times in this because I'm kind of like, Batman wouldn't, he's not quippy. He's not going to like, you know, worry about what people think. Sometimes Batman's just going to be silent let you say what he wants because it's not about Batman. It's about the greater Gotham and the greater good. But anyway, the other, and the hardest controls in this game is you've got to press like a direction and a button at once. But this, like all Telltale games, it's about the story. And they nailed the story here. And it was really amazing. Um, the kind of finale to the game, you know, there's the cool action scenes. But again, it's those kind of story, story moments and those big choices like you often get four, most of the time you got four choices, you know, what you're going to say and how you're going to respond. But the best moments are the ones where you've got just two. And it's like, do I save this person? Do I not save this person? Yeah. Do I go to this event as Bruce Wayne or as Batman? And you get to make a decision in the game um, a couple of times. And like, I really was like really thinking about it. And Ali's sitting there, you know, reading her book, my wife. And I'm like, what do I do? You know, she's like, I'm not paying attention. And I'm like, so I'm going to give her the whole backstory. Yep. I just wanted to talk it out. And yeah. man, they really nailed again the story in this game. Telltale uh, do wonderful things, but as, as wonderful as they are, it, I think it was incredible of the, you know, the Batman license holders to say, you can do whatever you like. Because if this was canon, there would be, big things that would change about Bruce Wayne as a character that would make you and, and some of the other key characters that would make them not so likable. So I, I haven't played this, but I know the twist. Um, and I'm sick of the Batman story, probably because there's just so much Batman out lately. For me, it's just it's not Marvel. What do you mean? Oh, you don't like him because he's not Marvel? <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind Batman, but I'm, I'm a Marvel. You don't mind Batman? I don't mind Batman. This is the thing. I've always enjoyed Batman stories, but... I enjoy Marvel 10 times more, so I've never felt the same affinity, ah. which is why that twist that's so important to you, Joe, I can't remember what it was, and I've played that episode. <laughs> D, like, the whole DC um, versus Marvel thing, um, like, Batman is my favourite, um, like, superhero, I guess, um, but I'm not I'm not big on, like, the whole suspension of... Like, I mean, I, I love the suspension of disbelief, but, like, I'm not big on... And I've said this before with sci-fi and things people have these powers that can do just, like, whatever. Yeah. Yet, weirdly enough, like, probably my favourite Marvel film might actually be Doctor Strange, and it's just because it's so different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and he can do... But he's, like, what, one of the most powerful Marvel people that really yeah. exists? Um, so it's a bit it's a bit funny in that way. But um, with, with Batman, like, this change, this particular bit that happens at the end, it, it right. does completely change the dynamic of the entire story. And... I don't think that this big shift would be as big a deal if we hadn't have been listening to the old Batman story for so long. That's right. But it changes. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I would happily see a, a whole series of movies about who Bruce Wayne and who, who he becomes um, and, and what happens with his past and all these sorts of things. Um, it's For me, that's bigger than, like, his battle with the Joker and stuff like yeah. that. Like, it's more of a battle with himself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so cool and no, no disrespect to Telltale, but it's a shame that these are the guys that did it. I feel like, I feel like hopefully um, something more comes out of this story. It's great that they did it. I hope it's just not 
condense within the Telltale universe. For me, though, I'm happy with that. Like, I'm happy with this as its own thing. I love that anything goes in the Telltale Batman world. Like, season two, I'm even more pumped. Like, at the very end of the game, I had to make two major decisions that had no difference to this game. They will in season two. Um, Does it carry those over? Yeah, it will. Okay. It will, and that's the point of this. So tell tell you do that. They carried them over they between do. episodes. Yeah, okay. and there was one decision right at the end that really made was just pointless in this game, and it's going to have big meaning, big consequence in the next game. But what's so incredible in this Telltale world, and why it couldn't work in the bigger Batman universe, and it has to be its own kind of you know standalone whatever thing, yeah. is that you don't know what's going on with any of the characters. You can't trust what you know about any of the existing Batman characters. Like it could be, you know, anyone could get introduced and you're like, oh, that character becomes this person in the Batman universe and this is what they're like. But it's not the case. But it might not be the case. It might be. With some of them it is. Some of them it's pretty much the standard fare. Yeah. And then others, and you don't know what... What, if they're going to stay around or what? Like it was really cool. I loved it as it's kind of it's. I love that there's own little world thing here, uh, and even like Batman Arkham, the Arkham um, trilogy. Yeah. Um, although I just coming off this, I went and bought Arkham Origins on PC because yeah. I saw that was coming to Xbox backwards compatibility, and I'm like, I want to play that. I never it played is. that, and then I thought, actually, I should play it on PC because it'll look better. So anyway, I bought that. I haven't played that yet. I'm playing Arkham Origins Blackgate. On yep. uh, DS, my son got me that um, for my birthday, which is which is really cool, um, and I'm enjoying that. I'm not all Batman out. I like I like that there's different kind of versions of of the story, like the Batman Arkham trilogy, where that ended. It couldn't have, it can't be like the comic series because then they need to reboot it again. Like I, I'm happy with all these kind of what if stories. I think it's yeah, really I love cool. that too. Yeah, I want uh, a story hmm. where Batman actually completely loses his mind. All this horrible stuff happens. He completely loses his mind. He could play off this current story that, that you've been playing at the moment and he becomes the Joker. That's what I want. Is there an Elseworlds? Because DC called their what-if stories. Marvel yeah. calls it what-if. DC calls used to call it Elseworlds, although I don't know if they still do. There's like vampire comics, Batman. And I'm sure there's an Elseworlds story. I don't where... know, but I, that, that's, that's cool. I'd like that. Because Batman's crazy. He's oh just, yeah, he's just a little bit. It's um, just the opposite he's side of crazy. Unhinged it, it, as, as the Joker. It's like the um, the what the autism spectrum. Yeah, it's like Batman's on one end, Joker's on the other. Yeah, yeah. Not, they need, they need not, each other. Not to you know put autism in any sort no, of. No, no, like, that didn't seem like, like that at all. Just man. more like a. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, no. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I love the discussion. I love what you guys take out of that. I just I don't know why. I Marvel's always resonated with me more. And not to the exclusion of DC, I enjoy DC, but for some reason I can't, like I mentioned it earlier with the Lego games, for some reason I can get into the Marvel ones, no problems, love all the, finding all the obscure Avengers characters, but you give me a DC one and I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Well, Jono, let me make you happy with my other thing that I've been playing, which is Marvel Heroes <laughs> Omega. How's that? It's like and I set it up. Is, um, I didn't. <laughs> This, I had to download it. Um, I had it on my PlayStation 4. Um, but that, my PlayStation at the back of the house and I wanted to play something at the front with the kids around. They could kind of, you know, if they wanted to look at and have a go of. My son had a little bit of a go of it too. I switched my region on my Xbox over to US, downloaded this game. I'm like, I want to play as Daredevil. 
because I'm really enjoying the Netflix series. I'm like, I want to just kind of be him. Daredevil is the free character in this. Everyone's running around as Daredevil. So I'm like, I don't want to to be Daredevil now. So I've been going between characters. I I really enjoyed Psylocke. Psylocke? Psylocke, yeah. Yeah, She's really cool. Um, She's got some some really cool powers. But anyway, and She-Hulk I was as well, and Hulk. Um, But anyway... So this is like an MMO. It's on PC. I played it years ago on PC. Yeah. Um, Did you pay for those characters that you got? No, because it's on the American store. I didn't want to do Put any of currency or anything. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to leave it be. Um, so it's just doing the up to level ten for most of the characters. Um, really fun game. I, I think it's a really good game to play with your kids. It's got couch co-op, so yep. we played together on, on the on the PC on Xbox, um, and that was really fun. Um, but I, I need a bit of consoling here, boys. You need to console me. I and you brought up Halo Wars before, and th- that yes. was that's the biggest culprit. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw this. And and Marvel Heroes Omega is the second biggest. And I know this is because it's a it's in you know it's a very early kind of being on, on consoles. There are so many updates to games that are like ten gigabytes or thereabouts. I would have done. For Marvel Heroes Omega, I think three times in one week, seven gigabyte updates each time. With Halo Wars, there were about three twenty-four gigabyte updates. It is yeah. ridiculous. Now, Jace, you were explaining to me that sometimes it might just be laziness on the way that they're coding these updates. Can you explain that? Uh, yeah, just to put it simply, or how I understand it anyway, is that there are kind of well, there are a few ways you could release a patch. But the way that you're seeing it is that they're almost um, making you re-download the entire game again, um, or at least core components of the entire game again, rather than just finding the individual parts that they have to patch. But I mean, you know, I'm no programmer, I'm no game designer, but in some cases, it's just what they have to do. Like, and I, I look, they have to go. Okay, we've 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 made this tweak to. It's not just like we've made a tweak to a particular vehicle so it turns a certain way. Yeah. It's like we've made a tweak to like. All types of vehicle, or we made a we made a tweak to a particular vehicle like the warthog or something like that. But the mechanics for the warthog and the code behind it is also similar code to the banshee and other things. Even though they're yeah. completely different vehicles, there's something going on there that links them. Yeah, and um, at least that's how I understand it. And so you have to just do that. But sometimes it comes out of laziness where they're just like, ah, you just re-download it all again. Um, and then sometimes they're able to do it where it's just like we've made this. It might be a fairly significant change, but they're only changing that small component and therefore you've only got to download 100 megabytes. Yeah. And look, for me, I guess the thing that I'm really upset about here is the fact that our infrastructure for internet in Australia that is just... Where, where I'm living, it's rubbish. Like, it's just terrible. It takes me so long. Like, there's been so many days where I just haven't been able to play the game. Like, yep. and I wanted to play it and I had time to play it and I was really pumped to play it and I couldn't. I, I completely understand. Yeah, it. and it just, right. it just, you know, I, um, we, our Australian internet is nowhere at a standard where this is uh, kind of feasible. And the always online console, we're pretty much living it now, but you guys have brought it, we've had this discussion in a previous podcast, yeah. and I'm really coming around to your side on it in that we're not ready. Like, we're just not no. ready. Yeah. I, I kind of felt we are, and I, I kind of felt like we're already here, but these updates are just stopping me from playing games that I own very yeah. frequently and I know I know I could keep my console or even on stopping me playing the console update but if I leave my console on to always update then I want to watch Netflix or the kids want to watch Netflix or whatever it is they can't because the, the internet's not quick the enough the funny to do thing that. is Joe no matter how slow your internet is you're capable of watching Netflix 
Right now, Jen's watching this in HD. It's using about 3.5 gig an hour. Yeah. That's what she's watching. And the thing is, if we could stream games like that without hiccups and without frame rate concerns and yeah. resolution that's acceptable, we're definitely not there. No. Then, you know, we could do the same thing. Yeah. Because, you know, she's got no issue right now doing 3.5 gig an hour. It doesn't affect her. It's happening on the fly. I'm hoping that the always online culture that eventually happens is we can just stream things and we can stream them smoothly. Um, we're a long way off. We can barely stream things smoothly locally. Like, for example, Jen uh, will watch Netflix. I'll pop my Surface over on that ottoman you see over there and I will play Civilization or I'll play, I'll play yeah. the Steam Control, actually. Um, Yay! I play Civilization. <laughs> Where is it? It's over there. Yeah. Civilization. Um, I play XCOM with it. I do, you know, and I just sit there and I stream. Yeah. And every now and then it looks great and then it just drops out. And that's got nothing to do with the internet. No. And my Wi-Fi setup is relatively decent. Yeah. It's it's somewhere close to commercial grade, which is like more than most people have, but it's still not quite there. Yeah. As um, Jason looks at me as he says more than most people have. Go on. <laughs> I, I, I got you a new modem router, by the way. Oh, thanks. Um, although, is your one working all right? Yeah, it's working fine. And that's good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, cool. Cool. That's okay. it for me. Okay. What about um, you, Jace? What are you playing? We'll run a segment called Too Long Didn't Play, TLDP, all right? I just made it up then. Actually, that doesn't make sense because Too Long Didn't Play would imply the games are too long, therefore you have nobody's going to play it. So it'd be like Persona or something. Or which, Witcher. Which I'm, or Witcher, which I'm still playing. <laughs> My new series called it. Too Long Didn't Play is coming out at some point in the next year and it's about games that are very long. This segment is called I Talk About Many Games Very Quickly. Shoot. Go for it. Splatoon 2. Yeah, what do you think? Splatoon 2 is an excellent game. It's the sort of game you don't want to have purchased a cartridge for. You want to buy it digitally because you can get in and play quickly. Yeah, I'm finding that a lot now. It is um, incredibly broken in the way that Nintendo do things. (laughs) And by broken, I mean that um, Nintendo haven't really thought about how it's going to work uh, with voice chat, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you basically it's need like a Swiss, you need the like a Swiss knife of like different peripherals just to be able to chat with your friends. Yeah. Just use Discord. Um, you can't play with your friends. So, um, for example, um, I play this game at work. I do, Roy. Haha. Um, I play this game at work, <laughs> and I uh, was where's my boss? And um, and so I'll um, I'll message my friend Aiden. And I'll be like, hey, man, you got a lunch break? He's like, no, nah, not really. Let's play anyway. And we go and play. And then um, what happens is I get into a game and then he's got to quickly mash the button on join friend, join friend, join friend in hopes of getting into a game with me before it fills up. Now, this game is so popular. That's crazy. This game is so popular that the games just fill up and go, boom, you're in a game, play. Now, that's brilliant because games are three minutes long. It loads up in seconds. Well, not in seconds, but a room fills in seconds and then it loads into it and you're playing. Well, just Star Wars Battlefront, I sit there forever hoping someone will join my bloody game. Exactly right. Now, this is a new game, so it's going to happen, but, you know, you can get in fast. Now, here's the thing. Let's just say Aiden does get in. Now, if Aiden does get in, he's really happy, right? Because he's got into the game. And that's part of Nintendo's weird charm. It's like there's almost like a game to get into the game. It's just like, I'm like, you got in. He's like, I got in. And it's we're the happy. meta game. It's the meta game that Nintendo didn't intend on. It's like what Apple would call a feature. It's it's like it's, yeah, you like that. Yeah, I do. It's um, it's yeah, it, it's just there, and it's for some reason it's just you you hate it, but at the same point it's kind of cool, and it all happens so fast anyway. Yeah, it's like if Aiden doesn't get into a game, he's got to wait three minutes. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Most people are waiting three minutes to like load up a game, so yeah. it, it works. Sal's better friend. I'm looking at you. Um, but it's a cool game. It's a lot of fun. Now, once Aiden does get in, it's not guaranteed we're going to be on the same team. 
which is just like, what? And so every time the level loads, like, be on the same team, be on the same team. We're not. Oh, but then you play anyway. You play for three minutes and then I'll run over Aiden or I'll kill you. If, if it put us on the same team, then we would always play on the same team. Yeah. So again, Nintendo doesn't give us the option. It's completely random, but we get to play a different way. And for that reason, it's really charming and nice. It doesn't excuse how backwards it is, but it's for some reason it works and you accept it. And it's fun. Um, it's a really quick, easy game. It's colorful. It's got a lot of Nintendo charm. Uh, it looks fantastic on the Switch. It, the motion controls are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it works well in handheld. It's the only game that I've really gotten where I'm like playing on the big screen. Jen's just like, uh, you know, and I'm like, yeah, all right, watch Netflix. And then I'll undock it and I'm just straight in. Click it on the side. It's, it's exactly what the Switch is supposed to be. Um, I'm glad I purchased it digitally, despite the fact that it's incredibly expensive on the e-store and I could have bought it for 30 bucks less elsewhere. Oh, so did you get it's, your your Target one refunded? I got the Target also? one refunded. I did write an article about it because I was very upset. Yeah, look at the Shame website. Shame on you, Target. But I, I didn't... Um, I got it digitally and I'm happy for it because it's one of those games that I can just swap around in. Yeah, nice. Um, very, very cool. Uh, the next game I've been playing is Yonder. Yonder is a game um, that has taken inspiration a little bit from Breath of the Wild, a little bit from Animal Crossing, and a little bit from Stardew Valley. All Which platform? Games. It's on PC and it's on PS4. Um, it's built, I think, by an Australian uh, developer. There is no combat. Um, it is. It drops you into this world. You collect these little things called sprites. You build a farm. It's very, very light on the building. And you go around and you collect stuff. And you go fishing. And um, So almost Slime Rancher. And you yes. head off yonder. You head off into the yonder. Um, Jen's been playing it. She loves it. There's no music. Wow. Um, it's just ambient sounds. It uses surround sound unbelievably. Um, there are really little cute animals. Um, it's a very, very cool game. Okay. Um, it's absolutely the best game for somebody who doesn't play games. Yep. It's great for kids because you can just hand it to them and go, go and collect things. Yeah. And you just collect stuff and there'll be little cute animals. People explain things very well. Does it have agility orbs? It does not have agility orbs. It's not Crackdown. Oh, sorry. Um, what else? Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, are you playing it? Uh, yep. Um, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, playing it on PC. It's a Ninja Theory game if you've ever played Heavenly Sword. Um, it's pretty yeah. cool. I've, I've never played it. Uh, it's got a very cool mechanic in it, which is permadeath. Yes. So oh, I've heard about I think these. it's 8 to 12 deaths. Yeah. Um, people say it's not that hard to die, but that's not entirely true. Sometimes stuff falls on you and kills you. <laughs> um, uh, the, the battle combat system is a little bit Dark Soulsy, um, but a little bit. Like it's, and if you make mistakes, you'll get punished for it. But basically, what happens is these sort of black tendrils build up around your arm. Yeah. And yes. if that happens too, too much, it, the rot sets in, isn't it? It, it does. Yeah. Sort of, and then and it's game over. Um, I haven't gotten that far yet. I've died maybe twice. Uh, I, I, I've been hearing that maybe that it's maybe possibly not permanent death. Though. Yeah, I've heard that too. Don't know yet. It seems I've heard I've heard both. stories both ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I want I want to play this game though. It looks I'm, really I'm cool. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's meant to be quite short. Um, Six hours, I've heard. And you know what? Like some games should be short. Um, yeah, it's, short, oh, it's good. It's not a yeah. full price game. That's appealing for me, truthfully. Um, yeah. And it's it's so far it's pretty cool. Visually, it's very impressive. Absolutely, play with headphones. Uh, it has a mental health warning at the beginning. Just well, that's kind of the issue of the health. game. Is that's that the issue of the game. Yeah. Um, it's very unique. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. Okay. Um, I, yeah, like I mean, if it was full price or something like that, I probably wouldn't. Um, I probably wouldn't play it. It's yeah. funny, you um, know. Ben, I was chatting to him about Ben, a, a 
one of our big fans, thanks, Ben, um, hey, we're chatting with him about this game, and he said he probably would have bought it if it was a full-price game. Just the fact that it wasn't oh, really? made him think, oh, I'm not sure about it. Yeah, which is, which is kind of the, the, another way of looking at it. It's funny how that's changed, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm all for cheaper games these days. Well, I love the idea of people yeah. kind of selling a game at what they think it's kind of worth. Like, yeah. You know, Lawbreakers has just come out, and that's a lot cheaper, and that it's looks going, like it's a going really good game. Over what you kind of buy. Next yeah. game we've been playing is Kingsway. Kingsway is a game about... Kings? Uh, no, it's so... Um, you play it inside uh, an old school computer and it's a browser window and oh, yeah. you travel around and you fight monsters and monsters appear as pop-ups. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you've got to fight them and they move around a screen. You've got to click on them as they move around the screen. Your inventory is another window. You've got a recycle bin. You've got like a music player, like an old school, um, what's the name? Winamp? Yeah, yeah. I love Winamp. And you play your battle music in the background. It's a, it's a simple little game and you just travel around a little like... PC, I take it? Yep. You yep. travel around on a mini overworld. Um, it's... It's a little bit of fun. Um, it can be a little bit frustrating at times. It's very charming. It's very quirky. Uh, it's cool. You should check it out. Steam? Uh, it is on Steam. A couple of dollars? Uh, I can't remember how much it was, but it's not, not overly expensive. expensive. Cool. Um, the next game we've been playing is a game called Pyre. Pyre is oh, a yeah. game I've that is made yeah. by big giant games or something giant games. Might, might massive super, super giant? giant super giant whatever I'm pretty sure these are the same guys that made uh, a Viking game there were two of them very story driven turn based super strategy. giant games super giant what did they make What's the I'll let you know in a second you keep talking uh, Pyre is a mythical or spiritual basketball um, so basically what happens in this game is that are they Bastion they are Bastion yeah did they by any chance make the Norse game that I'm thinking of I'll keep looking um, anyway, uh, what happens in it is you, you are these celestial beings who have been banished from Earth. Transistor. Transistor was the next one. Okay. You're these... I'm thinking of a different game. Um, you, you're banished from like an uh, Earth. Yep. Um, and you basically got to play, I'll call it spiritual or mythical basketball to be able to get <laughs> the right to go back to your home. And so you meet all these cool characters along the way and you're basically... The way it works is it's three on three. It's like lanes, like kind of League of Legends in a way, but on a sort of more side-scrolling thing. And you have to basically get your orb in the other people's orbs. And it's narrated by the guy who did Bastion. He's put on a completely different voice. I'm fairly sure it's the same guy. Um, very story-heavy, and you travel around this little caravan. The style is amazing. Um, I'm actually... I think that the basketball component of the game um, would serve really well as its own independent game. This is like what's a blitzball from Final Fantasy. A little bit, a little bit. It's like it's a mini game, but it is the game. But the story is just really, really. Cool. It sounds amazing. Um, like you said, a, a, a basketball game with a very story heavy. It, it I love that you just said that. Um, well, Bastion and Transistor were both pretty amazing games. Like I've only played bits of each. So but, Bastion yeah. and Transistor told the story as you were progressing with the playable bit. Yeah. This is like a, a narrative or a novel. That's cool. Um, as you go. Um, the last thing I've been playing is I've been I've restarted Stardew Valley. Um, oh, nice. Love Stardew Valley. I taught Jen how to fish in the game, which is incredibly difficult. If you've never tried fishing in Stardew Valley, it's a mission. Um, and I've been playing along with Jen because we're trying to get that kind of Animal Crossing fix. Yep. Doesn't quite scratch the itch, but it's been pretty good. The good news is the Concerned Ape, or Eric Barone, I believe his name is, one guy made this game. It's coming out on Switch soon, which is honestly, I think it's home. And they finally talked, this is a big deal for a lot of people. They're finally talking about the multiplayer component yeah. where four people can come in. 
Um, And it's looking like we should be seeing that hopefully pretty soon. On Switch? Uh, It's coming to PC first, rightly so, and then um, Switch is the first console that would get it, which is the 1.3 patch. Will you Um, you buy the Switch version? Absolutely. I'm I'm stopping myself from playing it on PC because I want to play it on Switch. But I can't. I need to play it. (laughs) It's just, it's the sort of game I want to play at the moment. Um, That's awesome. and, uh, And it's a lot of fun. Nice. And Jen's playing Abzu, which is that journey-like game that I'm yeah, yeah. on. You should play Abzu. It's very cool. cool. Yeah, it looks cool. That's it. That's all i got to say. Nice work. Well, we're about to round it up, but we did have a writer in a um, Good old Ben, who we mentioned a little bit earlier. Yeah. Thanks for your your constant support, Ben. So let's let's have a chat. I, you know, I'm really happy with his first comment, and I don't think we need to read anything beyond it. He just says well, Mario that, sucks. That was his. That was his write in from. That was the email that he wrote in last episode. We were asking people just write in either Mario sucks or Sonic sucks at versusplayer.com. And well, ben, ben went the dark side. Ben, congratulations! You're the winner for this week. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't need to read anything else because you chose the light side of the no, force. Ben, no. And um, yeah, uh, good night. Thank you for listening to uh, Versus Player. Uh, we'll see you another time. No, I'm joking. Um, okay, so... I to stop it. <laughs> I know you were, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a really cool question asking about... I'm well, just, it was following on from our discussion last time, which was... Oh, really? We had a discussion last time that was relevant that people wanted to talk about? They did. <laughs> wow, okay, awesome. It was about the, um, when you have like a mechanic or something in a game that... Um, Read it out. Read out his question in full. He deserves that. Okay, he said, great question in this, uh, this week in terms of games mechanic that changed the way we play. What game are we talking about? I remember asking this question. I was talking about a game and I can't remember what it was either. It was something that I was talking about. If you about. know what game we were talking about, write in Let it versus player.com. And get an award. An award could be a game. Um, Grow up. Oh. It was how I had that astronaut costume. Oh, uh, yeah. I couldn't go back to the normal okay. costume because it changed the way I played it. Of Keep course. Ready. Go. So... He said, I think we're used to games that either give you regenerating life over time or pickups that restore life. However, the Dark Souls series has changed this in terms of a limited set amount of heals between bonfires, their checkpoints. In Dark Souls, you can only heal yourself a handful of times and these heals only give you a small, about, a small amount of health back. This means instead of running through a level, you have to take your time and decide whether to heal or not in order to progress. With each enemy being easily being able to kill you in two or three hits, you must decide whether to back yourself and kill an enemy without healing first in order to save your limited amount of heals. Seeing as progression is slow and death is swift in these games, this healing decision adds an element of suspense and pressure that I haven't found in other games. This element combined with the fact that progression and items are lost each time you die makes a great formula for suspenseful and challenging gameplay, I think is what he meant, but it's a challenging game. Um, I suspenseful and challenging game that makes sense oh yeah no that does I'm just reading really poorly thank you Um, this now means that when I play other games that don't have this element I seem to race through levels and don't appreciate them as much hopefully that's the sort of answer you guys were looking for and I wasn't too boring no it was fantastic Ben I I think that's a really good point And, and this made me think of like the Call of Duty games how when you play them on veteran and, and like Halo, whatever, but really the Call of Duty, when you play them on Veteran, you've got to really be slow and think about it because you've got the regenerative health. So you kind of, on the easier difficulties, it's not a problem. Like you just run into a room, mow some people down, run out of the room a little bit, get your health back up and kind of go back in. But on Veteran, like you get two shots and you're dead. But did you also notice in some of the Call of Duties, when you got to Veteran, you had to keep moving forward because if you're stuck in the one place, they, they kept just respawning the monster closets. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yes. right. And 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 that's this is a really that's what this this made me think of how 
like when you go up a difficulty often that's the kind of case but in Dark Souls that's kind of the way it is isn't it yeah I mean it's spot on and you know what like we've our hands are getting held more and more as we play games and you know, I, I like a game that just sort of drops you in like I mean Breath of the Wild is a great example of that because it's just like uh, this is how you open a chest this is how you jump figure it out and then like that's it the world opens up and it's just like do what you want to do and so that's one element of it because while Breath of the Wild is a very punishing and difficult game it also doesn't have to be you can kind of just sort of do what you want to do with um, something like um, Dark Souls you know what you're in for and if you've never played Dark Souls before you'll just basically walk up and it'll say you have died (laughs) yeah that happened to me a lot recently and there's a frustration there but then there's also more reward in the end it's not you're not having you're not just having the same experience as everybody else who's just saying all right you're getting from point a to point b and this is the story you've experienced you you have to be of a certain skill level and you you see you see those advancements like you even even using something it doesn't matter what it is like for example fishing in stardew valley is jen's dark souls it's just fishing man mm-hmm. but like there's a little game that goes with it and you've got to click the right way and jen's just not wired like that like yeah. i've never had to do this i find it hard but you've got to click it like you've got to click the the sort of uh, mouse at the right time yeah and it builds up this little thing and then it drops down um and yeah, I don't know. Like it's, mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting, um, I'm kind of searching more and more for like the next Dark Soulsy sort of game. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the risk rewarding games, like, like, like we spoke about FTL before. Yeah. Like when you want it, you got to get to that big kind of final battle. Yeah. And you can get there pretty quickly, and you can avoid going through, you know, to going to the unscanned kind of parts of the world or the kind of foggy parts and risk getting damaged or getting into a battle or getting robbed or whatever it is. Then you get to the end without the right gear and you're Exactly stuck. right. So I, I, I totally agree. It, it does, it works so well on games like that. I think it, it can't work for everything. No, because I think there's a balance both ways. And I've noticed that recently with, um, I've replayed the original Sonic. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Ben. Mario does suck. No. <laughs> but the, the really cool thing about the original Sonic is I've played it a couple of times in the past. I don't know if I played it all the way through. And having just played it on an iPad, um, it had a save game system built in where it just saved every yeah. every level that you got to. So even if you died, you started again on that level that you got up to with all three lives. And it was easy. And so once I finally got to the end, I went, wow, how the hell did I play this game the first time yeah. without this save system? Like, you know, I was leaving on my Mega Drive to, to do it. I don't know. It's, um, I think there's a balance both ways, but you're right. These changes make really good, um, I guess, differences in games that suit different people. And it's nice to have that variety. The beauty is absolutely variety. And the fact is you can, you can search for your next Dark Souls type experience. We can play Dark Souls. Um, or you can go for something that's a little bit simpler and easier. But, I mean, even Slime Rancher is an example. Yeah. It, it can be a little bit challenging if you want it to be, or, you know, some people might just want to go in and just capture a certain type of slime and that's all they want to do. And farm the hell out of them. Yeah. But yeah. isn't it awesome that there's games like, was it Fallout, where you can play in a difficulty mode where it is essentially, you know, you've got one life to go through this whole game and yeah, uh, you die, you've got to start New, again. New, like, New it's, Vegas was basically a survival mode. It's yeah. amazing. Like, it's, it's amazing. The, the, the variety, the choice in games. For sure. It's brilliant. And you can, you can choose to play games in different ways like we've spoken about before in Tomb Raider. Just the bow and arrow. You know, that's kind of yeah. the way I'm going to play this. Like, variety is the spice of life. 
Dark Souls is Ben's jam though. Like he would talk about this game all yeah. the time. I'm, yeah. I'm a massive fan of Dark Souls. I really enjoyed Dark Souls 3. I hated it at the start. Yeah. And then I just remember playing the beginning bit um, in the latest Dark Souls 3 again and again. There's a monster that you can face by if you choose to right at the beginning. He's like a crystally crystal lizard thing. Ben knows what I'm talking about. Um, and <laughs> you, it's up to you if you want to do that. But like I played the beginning of Dark Souls again and again. I wanted to master the beginning of Dark Souls 3. This is number three. Yeah. Again and again. Um, I wanted to get that beginning right. And, um, and you know, and eventually I didn't. It's just, it's more rewarding, honestly, than than any other game. Yeah, I get that. Um, it's 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 really, really cool. But it's got to be your sort of thing. Yeah, And you've got you to fight. It's a little bit like going to the gym. It's no fun, but if you can fight through the pain, then apparently at the end, it's quite good. I've never made it to the end of the gym. It's a hard game. You made it to the beginning of the gym? I haven't made it, but still. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway. On that note, gym talk puts me to sleep. So <laughs> that was a really good question. A really good response. I say actually, is an honorary member. He's We're the, getting him on one day. He's the fourth member of Versus Player who's yet to be on the show. He but he's be. appeared in email form many times. He has. He's also our number one fan. Remember the number one fan from uh, Oblivion? Of the, oh, I think I say Flight of the Concords. Oh, no, no. From a, did you ever play Oblivion? Yeah. There was a guy, when, when you went into um, the arena, there was mm. a guy called the number one fan and he would follow you around the city. You've got to look him up. He's awesome. He's, oh, no, his name is number one fan. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's this. in it. He's awesome. That Ben's that guy. Ben's that guy? Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Sorry if that insulted you, Ben. All right. We can insult Ben a little bit. He said Mario sucks, all right? So. In fact, I think there's a new position. There is. Yeah, out. we've just opened <laughs> up. It's uh, called uh, Sonic Lovers. Yep. Um, and, uh, We're going to have to call you Jen, though, because you're going to match Jay's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah that's true, <laughs> a Benjamin. You can be Jimin. Jamin. 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 I'll move along for because that way, when he talks about a game, he can end it with, and that's my jam. <laughs> and on that note, Jamming. that's been our jam. Thank you for listening to Versus Player. You can find us on Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts? Yeah, sure. S- yeah, Stitch, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, occasionally on Twitter, and, of course, on versusplayer.com. Thank you, and see you soon. Also, MySpace. <laughs>